Okay, so let's dive on into this episode. This is episode nine, right? Yes, that sounds accurate. About halfway there, girl. Halfway through, and it's finally heating up. Finally. I mean, it was like we were crawling to get to this point, you know? Truly, because I swear I was running like, oh, yeah, the challenge is coming back. Woo-hoo. Oh, my favorites are coming back. Then it was just, you know, a lot of nothingness and just waiting for something to happen and more interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and now now it's Priscilla's like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm here to fuck some shit up. <laughs> let's, let's ruin some plans. And to Priscilla... I thank you for making the show entertaining once again this season. Oh, so, yeah. This episode starts with Priscilla and Jeremiah after they win the elimination against Bernard and Huey. Um, and Jeremiah picks Tor, which is a good choice for him. And Priscilla chooses Josh, which I know is a personal choice. Like, get, oh, get yeah. And it's good for, like, his num- like the numbers Josh has. But as far as, like, how he competes, like when it comes yeah, she to, wasn't uh, trying to win the daily challenges by picking him. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to a physical challenge or a mental challenge, unfortunately, Josh isn't there, and neither is he for eliminations. He's had how many eliminations? He's only won one that was against Michi, and I'm kind of like, nothing yeah. against Michi, but I'm like, it was against Michi, bro, and like you were struggling in that challenge. I was, it like, was, yeah, it was so crazy. I was like, dude, just. Just take your hand and smash it because you can't throw the ball, apparently. <laughs> Just, uh, but you know, I, I, like I said, I get why she did it for her game, for like as a personal thing. But you know, now there's no more rookie rookie team, so woo-hoo, finally. But, um, you know, after that, for whatever reason, Josh tells Josh and Tori that he knew who Jeremiah was so we're going to pick. And, um, you know, he lets them know, he lets them know, you know, let the games begin and Josh takes this very personally like so what did you think about what Corey said and then like Josh running Josh and Tori well Josh not Tori Josh running around telling everybody what Corey said like what do you think about all that it's just like now that Bessie is out of the house Josh is looking for somebody else to start drama with and I'm just I'm over Josh and all of like his extraness because like it's so unnecessary it does nothing to add to the episodes no but it does give him screen time if, if- if his plan is like, I want screen time because like I'll I'll be in the preview for the episode, and I'll definitely be in the episode. You know, you get more money, you get more money per episode that you're in. Maybe that's why he wants you know wants to be called back. Like I think like Johnny, somebody has said before, everybody plays a certain kind of role, and once you realize what your role is, you can play into it to get called back, or you can like you know not be that character. Maybe you won't get called back. So I feel like some of these people. They play these characters and they're a completely different person inside the game because they're just doing it to get screen time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely and, feel like that's what Josh is doing. I think in particular this season, it's coming off really strongly and it's coming off of like a soap opera. I yes. I have nothing against Josh. I, like, I know a lot, of people don't, a lot of people dislike Josh. I have nothing against the guy. I don't like nothing. People like rag on him all the time. I'm like, oh, like whatever you... Maybe he cries too much for you or he's too emotional for you, like whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. bother me, but if you're gonna talk all that mess, please, please, please back it up. Please back That's it up. That's the thing. It's just it's like it's all talk with him and then when you see him in the challenges or even in eliminations, it's he just he falls so flat. So it's like 
you really have no brawn at all. Like, yeah, you can talk a good game and you've got like a good political game or whatever to back up. But other than that, like you cannot like really win a daily challenge. And that's a big portion of the challenge. Like, I'm sorry, I'm disinterested in him. I don't think he's won a daily yet. Has he like ever? Has he ever won a daily? You know, I don't think so. I think he's he's lost like every daily. He's lost every elimination except for one. Like, I am not here to watch Josh. (laughs) Well, no, I don't watch the challenge for Josh. No offense to Josh. Like, again, I have nothing against him. I watch like the OGs and then like to see the new situations. You know what I mean? They're like the new missions, new the locations. What's going to happen? How much money are they competing for? And like how the people are going to get it? Like, you know, is it going to be the smart person that gets it or is it going to be like the physical person, the person that's like a, the sleeper agent? Like, let's say Priscilla, if Priscilla won this chat, the, the whole thing, I wouldn't be super surprised. I would just think, you know what? She played a very well game and she played the long game and she knew how yeah. to, you know, keep a low profile when needed and she knew when to speak up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to bark real quick and I'm going to go back in my, in my little box and I'm going to come back out, you know? Yeah, from her. But um, so yeah, so what to me with what Corey Corey going to go, like talking to Josh and Tori, I see why he said what he said. You know what I mean? I think he thought it was like harmless fun with the whole let the games begin. But Josh took that in my opinion way too personally, and then he went, and, yeah. he went to go play telephone, and he runs and tells Amanda, Ashley, and Kyle, and he he's like, oh, I think Corey's up to something. I think he has control over the rookies. To me. Corey should have been quiet about it. Shouldn't have said a thing at all. But Corey being in good with the rookies is smart on his behalf. He he probably saw it as, you know, yes, this we're doing, you know, vets, you know, stay together, made this packed. But as, some of those rookies might be left, and I want to have some numbers on my side just in case. It's smart yeah. to go to report them in the beginning versus later when it's like, you don't care about me. You want to stay in the game long. You want me to vote your way. And I really don't care because – you didn't care about me in the early stages. So I think him getting good with Priscilla and Jeremiah and, 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 and Bettina, his partner, anyone, any other rookie, was very smart on his behalf. But I think he made a mistake with just that little thing he told Corey and um, Josh. And I don't think Tori's a number for him. I think, like, on, on Tori's list, I don't think Corey's very high. And if he is, it doesn't seem like it. I honestly don't think that Corey like got in good with the rookies in order for gameplay. I think he did it just because like he's kind of a social person because like we have to remember Corey does not play chess. Like the man cannot solve a puzzle. He has never been good like with the social political stuff. So I think he's like kind of making an attempt at it. But for Josh to like go out on a limb and say that Corey is like the kingpin of the rookies and like running the show for the rookies, like boy, get out of here. Corey can't barely manage his own way out of a paper bag. Stop. But I don't I don't think it's as extensive as Josh was saying. But I think Corey did strategize. I didn't watch the after show or know if Corey you know, said he did or did it. But I think he he did. But like, yeah, I agree. He is very social. So to me, him and Jeremiah, regardless of rookie status or not, they would either be friends or they'd be enemies because te- technically Jeremiah's a threat to Corey's game. Let's be realistic. Because Jeremiah is very physical and he's younger. You know, I think, yeah. I think Jeremiah's like 23. Corey's about to be 30 or he is 30 now. So, like, not that big of an age gap, but like, you know, he might have more gas in the tank for endurance versus Corey. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't know yet because we don't get to see a lot of Jeremiah. Maybe we will now. You know, all these rookies that weren't really getting screen time, 
they're lasting a long time. Like Jeremiah and Bettina and Priscilla, they're now at least in episode 10. That's a long way for Ricky to go when y'all says rookie first. So y'all, you know, y'all didn't look at these other rookies thinking that they weren't a big deal, which I would have saw Jeremiah as a man. I would have been like, we got to get him out. It should be Kells and Jeremiah because those two look like a threat. And Corey, Corey L. Like those yeah, three yeah. Pose, pose the most threat to any of those uh, male vets game, in my opinion. Yeah. I just, I don't see Corey as like the mastermind that Josh was trying to like paint him out to be, though. I think Josh went a little bit deep into it. And like, I, I think a little, a little bit with what, what uh, a bit of what you're saying. I don't think Corey is playing a chess a chess game. I think maybe he's playing checkers and he's like two or three moves ahead. And Josh, yeah, well, and Josh is he just, he, Yeah, Corey, I think, honestly, I think he's just vibing with people. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah, I do want to roll with you as long as we can, you know? Which I don't think that's a bad thing. If, if you and I get along with each other and I see the that the good things that you have that could help me and vice versa, I don't think that's a problem of working together. You know what I mean? Everybody. Yeah, like why about, would that be an issue? Yeah, what I don't like about the church, we're like, oh, well, like, you know, I don't know where, you're, where your head's at. If you and I don't talk, you already know you are not my number. Let's not play yeah. games, okay? And so what? I'm not your number or vice versa. This is a competition. Even the person who's my number, that's my competition. You know what I mean? Like, was it Josh and Casey and Logan and not? They're all on a team together. If they all go against each other in the final, they're not going to be like, oh, let me help you. F that. We're gonna, now now yeah. down to the wire. You do your shit. I'm going to do my shit. We're going to see who actually deserves it because, because, you know, maybe you didn't put as much work in. Like, not See, and that's the thing, like, I don't know that Josh comprehends that because like even during that daily challenge where they're down in the mud pit and he was all kinds of butthurt because he was like, there were so many vets that I thought were my friend that are now going against me during this challenge. And it's like, they're bro. They're me and pulling at me and I'm like, we in the mud pit, dude. This is what we got to do. Have you never seen the challenge? There ain't no friends in a, in a, in a, in a mission. Ain't no well, and Corey said, Corey said it perfectly. We ain't down here to play patty cake. <laughs> oh my I love that line so much I know he's saying it so serious but I was just like I mean Corey's right you know if I try to sit here and hold your hand you, yeah like, I'm, you like, I'm not gonna hold your hand and hope you get to the million dollars and no. then clap for you that's not Josh, my job Josh you're a very large man come on now your weight alone poses a threat in, in particular in this type of daily you know, like, yeah. to me when I saw daily I said okay it's gonna be Corey I'm looking for Corey. I'm looking for CT. I'm looking at Nelson. Those are people I, was, I wasn't really worried about Emmanuel because yeah, he's like more like slim athletic build, like a soccer player, but he doesn't have a lot of weight on him. And I'm like, you need weight to stay in this type of uh, of daily. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. if you're not a big dude, I'm not really looking at you because I don't feel like you're gonna get into it. And I didn't think Josh would go far because he is not a strategy person to me in in a, in a daily or like in general. He doesn't have like a he doesn't like maps about he maps stuff when it comes to like alliances and stuff like that's what he does strong like all big brother players but it's like they forget to like you know analyze a game rewatch old episodes look at what they did in the past yeah. because it will definitely come up in the future and people like ct will be like oh okay i already know this shit. i did this back in like 2003 i can do it again you know yeah but whatever yeah, it's still trying to play big brother I think he is. I think a lot of those Big Brother players, they still, they still try to play Big Brother. And yeah, you can do that to a certain extent, 
but like like we said earlier, like you have to have you have to be able to back up those skills. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Big T is good at her political game. When it comes to physical eliminations, even puzzles, she doesn't thrive in it. You know what I mean? It's like she's okay or she squeaks by. Unless it's swimming, which she dominates at swimming, I will definitely give her that. She's a great swimmer. But other than that, it's just there's she doesn't have a lot of pros in the physicality or puzzle department. You know? Yeah. So I I think she'll be purged out maybe closer to the end. I think yeah. she will last a little bit longer because of her social game. But they're the men don't want to run a final with her, to be honest, because they're going to be like... No, and I can't blame them, you know? Yeah, no. If I was a man, I'd want to run a final with Casey or Ashley or... Um, who else? Maybe Emmy. Um, See, that's where I agree with you, though, because I would not want to run a final with Ashley as my partner because she will have a freaking meltdown, like at the first sign that things get like a little bit weird or a little bit more difficult for her. And I, I can't be dealing with your meltdown. Cause like, are they going to switch partners up during the final? Or are they stuck with one partner? Like you don't know. So I, I would not want to run the risk of ever having to do a leg with Ashley. And then almost the same with Emmy. Like, I feel like she cannot keep cool and calm under pressure. Like there are certain people that can work with her, but Emmy is not the kind of person that just anybody can work with. No, I think Emmy it needs to be someone in particular. Maybe CT is like her, you know, special piece. With yeah. Ashley, I know she has meltdowns, but I feel like it's like, okay, if I said, okay, girl, get your shit together. Do you want this money or not? She's like, you're right, you're right. Like, give me a second. I feel like she's going to reset. But, you know, she's a two-time champ, so that's another reason why I more go her way. I like Nani, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to run a final with Nani. You know, like. I don't think that Nani has a drive. Like, I think that she is definitely much more of a follower in things and she's not much of a leader. So it's like when, like, if you were at something that's difficult and you needed Nani to take charge and, like, pull her weight, I don't know that she could do it. I don't know. I'm going off of, again, last season. I think, like, the, the best she's done in the finals, like, position two, like, second place, third place. Yeah. And going off of the final last year, like, she had a great partner in Leroy. And Leroy, yeah. Leroy is very, like, I love how he is with his partners. He knows how to say what needs to be said to get that drive in them, to do what needs to be done. And he knows how to be calm, you know? Like, he was so calm with Nani. Oh, yeah, Nani, you got this? Like, yeah, come on, we, we run and we good. And I love that. But in reality, she really dr- br- drug him down, in my opinion. Like, I was really so did. rooting for him. I was like, come on, Leroy, we're going to get this win. And then they came in last place, and I was like, I know he's being so nice, like, oh, Nani, it's cool. And she's like, no, Leroy, it's my fault. I'm like, I mean, like, he's not going to say it, but. She's Leroy, not wrong. It's your fault. It's definitely your yeah. fault. Like, it's it's Bessie's fault that Casey lost the final or didn't even get a chance to get placed in the final because he just quit on her. So. Not only did he quit on her, but he pushed her too hard. I, I blame him for her getting hurt. And I then. too. And then he just kind of gave up after that. Like, oh, I caused you to get this ankle sprain. And now I'm just going to sit back and watch you, like, overeat because I don't feel like doing it now. Yeah, I blame him for the sprained ankle on her part. But also, she's a bit to blame because she didn't verbally say, Fessy, dude, I get that you want to win. I want to win, too. You need to be careful because of look at the terrain. We're not running in a field like you, or you're used to or I'm used to. We're running on rocks that we're not used to running on. Even if you were used to running on it, you were still able to slip and fall. It's not hard to do. 
You yeah. know what I mean? So, and these are not, they're, these are not the shoes for, you know, this type of terrain. There's, there's just so many variables. I really, I really wanted to see him in that final. Pick her up, throw him on her, throw her on his back. Like, we're, girl, we're not quitting. We're going to do this together. If we get fourth place or first place, we're going to cross the finish line and finish it. How some heart. He would have gained so much respect from the fans, like, had he done that. But so that's not the kind of person that he is. But that being said, too, though, like, that's another one of my problems with, like, a lot of the women on the show, like Nani and, like, Casey. Like, they cannot speak up for themselves. And they can't be leaders when they need to lead. And it's like... You know, sometimes you do need to follow what your partner's doing. And then sometimes you need to grab the damn reins and you need to lead. You need to speak up and say, no, this is beyond my limits. Or no, this is in my wheelhouse. Let me take over. Let me help. I think with Casey, the reason why she doesn't is to, to, to remain low key. She even said it before. My things, I remain low key. I don't, you know, start no drama. I try to get out of stuff. It's because she's trying not to be noticed. And this yeah. drama does happen. She can play the card up like, look, I'm a low-key person. Why would I cause some drama? And then it's like, hmm, you are right. You don't, you're not in drama like that. So maybe this information I got is some bullshit. When in reality... I can see that, like, when it comes to, like, the house and politicking. But, like, when you're, like, in the midst of the challenge or in the, the actual final challenge, like, bro, you got to put your big girl panties on. Like, it's time to to say what you can and cannot do. Maybe she can't. Maybe she can't do that, or maybe she's a guy's girl and she just like couldn't say anything. I think in particular with Fessy, because with Josh, she seems to have like free will to say whatever. But with mm-hmm. Fessy, confessional or talking on the show to him, she's team Fessy all the way, all the time. And I'm like, why is that? Why do you yeah, play with I him? Understand you why she rides so hard for Fessy? That's what I'm thinking. It's like that's like her bro. That's her broski. Like they are like ride or die. But to me, Josh is like, Josh, you're like a friend, you know, but Fess is like my brother. That's yeah. That's what feels to me. And I think Joshy and jo- uh, Joshy, Josh and, and, and Fessy, they're like, quote unquote, brothers. But it's more like Fessy is clearly the big brother. Like when, oh, when they yeah. were talking after the fight and Josh was like, you hit me. And I was like, whoa, why are we crying? We were a grown man. Why are you yeah. your grown man friend hitting you? If anything, be like, bro, you hit me. That's not cool. I'm not saying he can't cry. I was really taken aback. I was like, dude, I don't think this is acting anymore. I think you really are upset that he missed your face. Well, my thing with Josh and like even with like men and showing their emotions and stuff, because I have a seven-year-old son. And so I tell him like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be frustrated and event, but you need to stop having a pity party at some point and figure out how to fix something. Because if you were complaining and crying just to cry, you are not solving any problems and you're complaining to get attention and attention does not solve problems all the time. And sometimes the solution that attention gives you is the wrong solution that you're looking for. So that's my problem. That's my problem with Josh's constant crying. Like I, I think it's perfectly fine for men to cry, but when you are crying and you're constantly creating chaos and never giving any sort of solutions to fix these problems, that tells me that you really don't care about the solution. You care about the drama. That's a very good point. But like we said earlier, we think, you know, the reason why he does it like that is to get the screen time. I think, I think what you see, that might go back to big brother of like, you need screen time to get people to vote the way that you want them to vote and, and fans to like you, right? So I guess that's what yeah, And I think that they forget that there is no like America's favorite or whatever on the challenge. Like yeah. the the people at home aren't going to be voting for you to get like 10K or whatever at the end of the show. 
No, and like, yes, there's like I know of MTV probably at like the Instagram or YouTube comment to see who's like people are calling out. But I think they bring Josh back because he's a big brother player and he brings in big brother viewers that mm-hmm. liked him before. And that's the main reason. Like if versus someone like Casey, where it's like, yeah, you might be getting big brother viewers, but also challenge viewers lucky because you are very good physically with these challenges and you do a good job. Like I like that with Casey. I love seeing her in a challenge. I like seeing what she's going to do. Except for when it's a physical challenge, I'm like, okay, Casey, what you gonna do? When it's a puzzle, I'm like, ah, oh, Casey, we lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come back next time. It's okay, killer. But um, yes, yeah, so like Corey and Nelson, they meet up and they strategize. And you know, I like that Corey was trying. He had a notebook of all you know who he thought was an alliance. You know, with Corey who. is just so precious. Corey is like he. When I watch Corey on TV, I feel like he's like a long distance cousin or something. And I'm just like. Bless his heart. <laughs> he tries so hard. Bless his heart. Well, he wants that. He wants that win so bad. You know what I mean? He's gotten close, but he never actually won that number one spot. So look at like Corey or Nelson, and they haven't or Nani. They've gotten so close several times, and they haven't got that number one spot everybody wants to have. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To me, and I think we talked about this before, like the like last episode or so. The thing to me is you've seen yourself on TV, right? You've been here more than three times. I would like you would do in the court to play football. Like you used to do in football, they have you do what? Watch your old game, see what you did wrong. Yeah. And then they tell you what you did wrong, give you notes on how to be better. Rewatch your old seasons and see what you always do wrong. Read the comments. The viewers will tell you, hey, you always do this wrong. You suck at math. Puzzles ain't shit. Corey knows he's bad at puzzles. Go practice puzzles. Go yeah. practice puzzles. See, that's the thing. I don't think that he's he's going home and doing his homework, though. I don't think he's no. practicing puzzles. I think he's too busy with his what he does outside of the challenge with, like, he's on Teen Mom and, like, his oldest daughter, Ryder. Like, they, I, I, they have some type of, like, uh, business organization for her. Oh. I forgot what it's called. I cannot remember. Okay, I... She was born with a um, a disability, and I cannot remember what it is, but Corey and Cheyenne actually started a foundation for other kids that have this disability because it's like a one and, and like 300,000 event. So there's not that many kids, and it's like there's a lot of parents that need like education material and that sort of thing. So they're trying to like build a community to help other parents that are in their sort of situation learn about it and learn how to um, to function with their child. Because I I want to say it's something that's like non-curable, but I, I can't remember all of the exact details to it. It's called Earth Foundation, is it? No, never mind. That's not. No, that's a different person. Because uh, I remember, I actually saw them on um, Tattoo Fard, and um, it, have you seen that show? It's like a little snippet oh, yeah, show yeah, where. Yeah two different people decide like each other's tattoos or whatever. And so Corey got the symbol for the foundation for Cheyenne. And then Cheyenne got the MTV symbol for Corey. Cause she was like, he's an MTV whore, but he actually really, they both really liked their tattoos. So it was really cute. Oh, okay. I'm trying to figure out what's, Oh, okay. Cheyenne's daughter Ryder was diagnosed with a rare condition named BLCAD. Very long chain. Alkali, A C L Y C O A. Ooh, what is this word? Dehydrogenase deficiency, a rare condition in which the body is unable to properly break down certain fats into energy. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's a super cool thing, and there's not a whole lot of other parents for them to like get in touch with. So they're trying to figure out like how how do we build this community that does not exist? That's what their foundation is about. Okay, makes sense. Oh, is it uh, phenyl alkali? What'd you say? Phenyl alkali, like it's like a protein that is found in a lot of. Um, beef byproducts so like people that have it cannot have um chewing gum because like anything that's made with that gelatin is like it's made with ground up cow bone so like they can't have any of that sort of stuff or like their body shuts down because their body cannot process it okay huh if it's what i'm thinking it is like it's almost like a vegan diet We'll we'll have to like research this and come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like looking at it right now. I'm like, what can they not have? Okay, sorry. We're I'm gonna like I would deep dive the, into this later. I'm the list curious. of things that she can, the list of things that she cannot have is a lot. Oh, imagine her like birthday parties with friends. Like that must be well, like that's what Corey was even saying like on the um the tattoo fard thing because like originally Cheyenne wasn't 100% sure who uh, Ryder's dad was so Corey missed out on like the first like one to two months of Ryder's life and it's like so Cheyenne was having to do all this stuff by herself and like figure out how to navigate this super rare disease and he was like I feel horrible that like I could not be a part of that and I couldn't help out more and I appreciate you so much as a mother for like holding it down and like figuring out not only how to be a single mom, but how to be a single mom of a child that has like this special extraordinary disability, you know? I mean, I get him like the shout out, but why was he there? Because they, it was a one night stand between them. They weren't dating when she got pregnant. She got actually. She got when they were on the show. I thought they were dating, they were dating on the show. They were dating on the show, and then they broke up. And then and they, they happened to be in the same city or whatever. Oh. And so her hotel room. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And then didn't speak to her for a few months because she didn't <laughs> like. Yeah, okay. and then <laughs> and so then she pops out a baby, and then it took like even more time for her to get the paternity test because like. It was a situation where it could have been other guys, too. So she had to get a, a DNA test done to figure out, okay, it's definitely Corey's baby. Oh, my God. I'm going to cut that out. Oh, my God. That is so drama. Yeah, a lot of drama. I can't believe you don't know about this. How am I telling you about I, this? Okay, so, like, I maybe have heard of it, but I yeah. It's insane. And I can't tell if, like, society as a whole is getting better or worse on the whole like sexual fluidity and like being open and free with it but it stresses me out having having a child stresses me out right now because i'm like man when he is a teenager and when he is like approaching this kind of stuff and and finding out about love and sex and all that like what is it going to be like then like is ghosting finally going to be dead girl no ghost ghost they never die ghost have been around since forever (laughs) but at least then you had the excuse I couldn't call you because I just have a phone. <laughs> oh, no, my letter must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> it, got lo- it got lost in the post. Did you not get my parcel? <laughs> yeah, they probably were doing that a lot back in the day. Okay, let's get back on track. Okay. So- <laughs> okay, so Corey wants the house vote to be Ashley and Ed. What do you-, you think about Corey's little, you know, what he was trying to make happen? He was trying to make a move. What do you think about the move? I find it interesting that, okay, so I saw on Instagram, Rachel, um, old school Rachel from the challenge. I can't yes. think of her last name. Yes. 
she was real ticked off that it seems like Ashley and uh, Amber B were like primarily being targeted as like the quote unquote champs that everybody needed to get out. And like, she was like, well, CT has been on the show. How many times he's won? How many times? And nobody is looking to him to try and get him out. Like why? And it's kind of like, well, so I understand, like, I feel like if there was a team that I wanted to go against, it probably would be Ashley and Ed instead of CT and Emmy, because like Ashley is frantic. She cannot focus on things. And like, we we've only gotten to see like just a drop of in the bucket of what Ed can really do. So it's like, I would rather take my chances on this new team than go up against the big bad CT. And then this crazy bitch with blue hair that he's got on his side now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I agree with what Rachel was saying, but I think she, she, maybe she forgot, like, look at all the men that are left. You know what I mean? They already know the legend that is CT, right? That's a yeah. that's a lot of intimidation, and you're a rookie. Or let's say that you're a, you're a vet. You know, you're intimidated by his stats alone and his stature. You don't want to yeah. go against him. You want him out, but you don't know how to get him out, and you don't know who to put him against him because he's not. You don't want him. these problems. You really don't. And the, the <laughs> thing with CT is he's an all around good player. You know, yeah. he, it wasn't like that from day one he really worked on himself and his gameplay to get there. He worked on his politicking. He worked on his physicality. He worked on his mental and his puzzles. And he came back with all of that and was like, ah, I wanted all this shit. What's what's up? So if you don't like it, I understand because yeah, he's a threat. But either take him out, try to take him out yourself or convince someone else to do it. Y'all took, y'all kicked Kells Kells out. Stupid Fessy, that was really stupid. That was the only person, statue-wise, that would have probably went in willingly that could have really gave CT reference money physically. Now, if it was a yeah. puzzle, Kels wasn't going to make it. I'm sorry. I'm not calling him stupid, but I don't think he's going to beat CT in a puzzle. I just don't. You know? Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. I think you could try to throw Ed against CT. I think Ed would have, like, he'd be optimistic. Like, okay, I'm going to try my best. We're going to see what happens. And he Yeah. Has- it's a toss-up, you know. Is Ed strong enough to go against CT physically? Could he beat him in a puzzle? It's a battle of the minds. You don't know. That'd be a good thing to see, but we don't know. And I hated that, like when Kyle Kyle always says, "Oh, I beat CT." It's like Kyle. We all. I hope he's joking because we all know you got lucky. Like you got lucky as hell. No, he didn't. CT gave him the ball. Like they made an agreement where CT was like, "Yeah, Big T is not going to win." Uh, her portion, so it doesn't make sense for me to overexert myself. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the the war of the war- worlds. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Because CT, CT and Big T were teamed up together. Like they had to be partners on that one. And Kyle's partner was um, can't remember who Kyle's partner was, but CT like said it in the confessional. Like Big T was not going to win her end no, of the event. No, 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 no. That's not war of the worlds. That which. One? Uh, that was last season. Uh, fuck, what was that? Whatever last season. War of the Worlds when they were in, like in the desert, like the first. I think it was like that, that was like the first one or second War of the Worlds, and it was a three man thing. I forgot the dude that was with. It was Kyle CT and this Latino dude. I don't remember his name because he was only in that one season, I believe. <laughs> and it was like a three man. No, he really was, and it's just like he he was just so stupid in my opinion about how he did it. And even since he was like, no, like, what you do that for, bro? You're so damn stupid. Like, now we both got to go home. And I was like, oh, whatever, CT. Like, come on. Just get the fuck off me. I don't like you. Yep. <laughs> but it was like um, like a three-man took a war, but they had these rings. And they all held these rings, like, in a circle together, right? The three guys. So it's like, what, 
uh, three or four rings. You have to wrestle the rings from each guy, but all at the same time. So basically, you to really win, you have to either be very strong or convince the other person, hey, if you and I let go, now it's both of us versus CT. He can't win against both of us, right? And that's kind of what Kyle and that guy did. And CT was like, you dumb fuck. Now we're both going home. You shouldn't be like, basically been a man about it. We both could we all just like went for it, but Kyle's like, Oh, I beat CT. I'm like, No, dude, you just fucked uh, someone over and got lucky, and that's what it is. Let's be honest head to head, you're not gonna beat CT. I don't care what it is to me, Kyle. No, it's not gonna happen. I think you gotta get an OG. Gotta get an OG. There's a handful of people that Kyle really can hold his own against. CT ain't one of them, <laughs> yeah. I think like to get CT out, you gotta have a rookie that is like decently matched in size and has the confidence that he can do he can do it or you got to bring in an OG bet to beat his ass and I mean like you got to get like Darrell maybe Derek um, Landon somebody that's a old, like a vet that's good at gameplay and can actually get them their good either overall or the physicality and people really the CCT in the physical elimination versus a puzzle Honestly, I think you're gonna have to go above Landon. You're gonna have to pick like Alton or or even yes, like you're gonna have to pick one I feel like of Alton is too small. I think Alton is too small versus CT. You think so? I think like Alton's a lot of like I think like Alton's a badass. Like don't get me wrong, but I think like weight wise that would be the reason. Not that he's not strong. I think weight wise CT has a good amount of weight. Remember him in uh, Oscar? <laughs> Alton's he's he's very like muscular. But he's like a muscular slim. You know what I mean? Like, it's I think it would really like... depend on what the, the task was. If it's a hall brawl, okay, CT's got it. But if it's something where like Alton has to scale a wall or like climb up a rope or something, Alton would beat him because he has less weight to have to carry up that rope. And like pound for pound, yeah. like strength wise, like I think Alton would be stronger as a smaller person in something like that. Maybe, but let's be real. You know how like they'll do an elimination, whatever? If it's too much care to another person, it's like, okay, this is a setup. Come on now. That is on purpose for this person. Was it really like the pick of the of the options or was it made catered to get this person to win? If they had a scaling competition between CT and Alton and there was no obstacle in between it, like oh, like the one where it's like punch the wall, the drywall and climb up, like oh, yeah. versus, uh uh Leroy. Leroy yeah. lost, not by much, but Leroy lost and Leroy's slimmer than CT. But CT was able to punch through the drywall quicker. That's how he was. I think that's how he's able to win because he can punch through it quicker, those, though Leroy is smaller than him. Yeah. You know? So I think it would depend on like the competition itself and what it all entailed, detail wise. That's what I'm saying. Like CT has gotten out of stuff, yes, but it's like, it's a, it's like the chance of the game, like the one with, with Jay. It was like, oh, okay, that was. Oh, yeah. And nothing against Jay, but it was like, oh, you just were able to like, you know, do yours better than him or do yours quicker than him, and that, and that's it. Not a win is a win, whatever. But like physically, who has beat CT physically in something? Oh yeah, no one. It might have <laughs> happened. I think it has happened, but it was like a luck thing, or it was just kind of like CT was like, fuck it, I don't even care no more. Just take it. I'm done. I'm tired. Like, what the fuck ever. Or, like, a technicality like in the duel and, like, the flag oh. was Like, come on, like... See, I'm and like, I don't I don't even count that, though, because, like... I, I feel like... I know the rule was yeah. unclipped, but, look, listen here. There was no way. There was no way that dude... What was it, Brad? Ain't no way Brad yeah. beat CT and nothing. Sorry, Brad. 
Nothing. Well, and the reason the reason that they had to adhere to that rule is because everybody wanted Beth gone. So when Beth won hers and she ripped it, and then they disqualified her, they had to subsequently disqualify anybody else for doing the same actions. And I feel like with Beth, I think it's like she could for sure unclip it easy, but it looked like she purposely ripped it, or she was like, "I don't give a fuck, I'm here." With CP, yeah. it was like, "Bro, I'm tired. I'm over it. You're gonna lose." Yeah. I'm tired of exerting all this energy. But I think he really tried to unclip it and accidentally ripped it and like, oh, whatever, I got it. And they're like, nope, <laughs> you ripped it, you got to go. And I think he stepped on it by accident. So like he really tried to unclip it and he just accidentally stepped on it and it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, CT, you got to go. Like, well, and on? also, yeah, also during that time, CT was at his crazy, like, the uh, Boston brawler phase where he's like slamming people's faces into stuff. So hey, it was kind of like... It. I liked it. I, I like all stages of CT. I like all of it. I love the growth. But I like the OG moments too. So it's just like, I mean, CT, I like y'all over, overall. So Well, but like at the time, they were kind of like, ooh, we gotta get this man out of the house by any means necessary. Yeah. The, I mean, there's no other way that he's gonna get in, a, in an elimination. So we're gonna go ahead and disqualify him on this technicality. Yeah, the amount of times he's gotten kicked out for like that or like a fight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's he surpassed Abram. Remember Abram used to get in fights? Oh yeah. Like on his on his real world season, he could keep up his real world season for fighting. I really don't know. I watched ABC. I, I, I think like him and a and a, and a other real worlder they got in like an altercation and they got in like a, a bad fight and they're like, Abe, you gotta get the fuck out. Like that uh, was crazy. People were screaming. Yeah. He's like. Fuck it, fine. I'll leave. Cool, like whatever. Shit. So, like, yeah. Who's trying to fight Abe? Like, uh, crazy back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> still might be. <laughs> all this. He's calmed down, so like all that testosterone. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. And he's like a now. He's like an ex marine. Like he's be a marine. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, marine or yeah, marine, right? I'm like, I ain't trying to fuck with you, dude. Like you're like certified <laughs> badass. I'm not trying to fuck with you like that at all, from a dude. I'm trying to be on your good side. Um, but okay, so going back, Devin reassures Corey that he should have nothing to worry about as they're gonna uh, only gonna go after the champs first. And there's only like three champs in the house. And yeah. Ashley, CT, and Amber. So my thing is like, y'all are probably gonna try to get Amber out first because she's a rookie champ. You know, so yeah. y'all keep trying to separate that from a regular champ or vet, whatever. So I was thinking about that, and then, you know, probably the next one be Ashley and CT. We just said, like, yeah, I doubt y'all gonna try to get him out because you're scared if he comes back, he's gonna fuck y'all up, you know, and shake your shit up. Because it's possible. So can we just, can we talk about the uh, the level of arrogance that Devin has? Because, so, like, during the deliberation, when he's, like, kind of trying to interrogate the room, and he says in his confessional, like, oh, as soon as Priscilla starts talking, I know that she's lying, and I know that uh, Corey is the mastermind behind all this. Really? Because I don't I, I don't believe that it's editing. I think that Priscilla came up with her plan to shake the house up all on her own. She said in the Afterbow show that she did it on her own, and I believe she did it on her own. She doesn't need to make a... Just because a rookie makes a move doesn't mean that it was guided by a vet. They are able to have their own thoughts and ideas and come out like a badass, you know? Exactly. And so, like, just the arrogance of Devin to be like, oh, I know that she was lying. Like, that go, have a, go have a stadium full of seats, sir. Like, who yeah. are you to say that you can tell that people are lying? Are you are you a lie detector test? Stop it. 
But my because even is, those are faulty. You don't really know Priscilla like that. It's like we don't know Priscilla like that, and you exactly. don't talk to her. You don't talk to her. So how would you know if she's lying or not? You have no idea. You only talk to her deliberations. You know what I mean? So I didn't think that was fair of him being like, I know she's lying. It's just like, give the girl a break and give her some credit for having a smart Exactly. Phone. Yeah. Just like, it, it really rubbed me the wrong way. The way that like everybody is trying to give Corey all of the, um, the credit for this big move. Because like, I love Corey, but he is not the mastermind that these people are trying to paint him out to be this episode. No, like no, no shade, but like no, um, not at all. <laughs> but uh, Logan, he says like I forgot who he was talking to, but he said that he wants to go after Corey and Nelson. And I'm like, eh, okay, I guess you know those are people that you find that are threats that you could you feel you could probably take on. Um, but the daily is called Bombshell Battle. It's a mud pit filled with various balls of different colors, and the teams will grab uh, four of their color. And put them in this, this tube up a hill, and then they have to. Uh, their final best ball is a silver ball. There's not a lot of them, so they might have to fight to get them. Um, this reminded me of like one of the OG challenge, not OG, but like one of the older challenges. And I think it, it it's actually like didn't like the summer thing happen. It was uh there was like a big mud pit full of water. And this ball is, it's very similar to the infamous DM taking off her wig challenge. It, wait, wait, it's multiple times that one, and then the one with Zach, where Zach, it was the, Zach was in the mud pit, and like it was him versus I forgot who, and he threw the ball to someone else, and Johnny, Johnny Bonanza's mad. He's like, You're in my alliance. You threw it to someone who's out of my alliance. Now I know we're not together. And Zach was like, Why the fuck did I do that? It was this big thing, and Johnny didn't trust him. It reminded me of that too, because it was the same exact thing of a person throwing a ball to the person, and someone's like, Aren't you on my team? Don't we have an alliance, and you're throwing to somebody who's not part of our alliance? Now I think you're sneaky. Now I think you're a snake. You know, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, but I really like this mission. Um, I think that, like, everybody really worked well for it. Um, the Corey and Josh thing was hilarious to me. I was like, Josh. We not out here playing patty cake. Oh, I know. Like, I was with that, I was with that Corey lot of repeat of the patty cake. I need that patty cake line on repeat. I need that as a ringtone or something. Because I was like, Josh. <laughs> You really out here crying? I had people kneeing me and elbowing me and slamming my face in the mud. You damn right for a million dollars. You not my friend right now, bro. We not friends. Okay, no. And a thing that Josh said that, like, really also rubbed me the wrong way, too, when he was like, there's vets out here that I've been protecting this whole game. Bish, where? I don't know who he's protecting. Was it Ashley? Does he mean Ashley? That's what I'm thinking about. Because I have not seen Josh doing anything to protect anybody but him and, and his alliance, which is Thessie and Casey. Like, please show me show me what vets wear that you have made these these huge friendships with that you're crying about. Because I'm not and seeing it's, it. And it's only it's only dudes. So I'm like, do you mean CT or do like who are you talking about? Or is it like Kyle or Dev? Like, who are you talking about that you've been protecting? I I would like to know. Yes, I'm <laughs> confused. Because I know you think you're protecting them, but please, out of any of these people, which of them needed your protection? Because honestly, I don't even think Devin needs Josh because Devin can do a puzzle. He may not be the most physical, but I think Devin could actually probably beat um, Josh in a lot of physical finals. I think he definitely would and can. I think, I know they like got friendly after the last season because they were like at odds with the infamous Devin line that Big Brother sucks, which is like my favorite yeah. clip ever. 
<laughs> but um, they like bonded after and they became cool. But I think Devin is like game mode. I'd be a cool guy, but you're really a number right now to me. Okay, yeah. like we might be on some cool shit, but you're a number to me, bro. You know, that's what I think. I always think Devin's in game mode. And I think yeah. like Corey, I said before, like on the podcast, like Devin is a certain kind of way in the house, but like outside of it, he's like a really nice, warm-hearted guy, really funny. And I'm like, yeah, because he's in a competition for money. And he, yeah. wants the, he wants the title and he wants the bag. And like everyone else here, why are we all surprised? Oh, people made a sneaky move. Don't say sneaky, say damn. You know, this person really got me. I didn't see that coming. I'm gonna come back harder instead of getting pissed off at somebody about it. Be like, oh, you fuck my shit up. I'm gonna fuck your shit up back. Okay, cool. I expect you to come for me. I came for you. I yeah. expect you to come for me. That's how this game is. It goes, you know, like, yeah, it's a vendetta. You're gonna have a vendetta against me for choosing you or whatever. That's like the big four letter word that I think Josh keeps forgetting game. This is a game. Your friendships outside of the house don't matter. Hell, sometimes your friendships inside of the house don't matter. Nope. You'll know if it's real or not after the show wraps. You do the, you do the reunion, you see all the old episodes, then you know if that person's your friend, truly. Yeah. You don't know until the season wraps in, t- in its entirety. Because remember, Amber was like, I thought these were my friends, They're all, and I'm naive, they're talking shit behind my back. And I'm like, Amber, the only person that, that really thought they, that y'all were cool were you. No one yeah. else thought y'all were cool that season besides you. Like, Fessy was dogging your ass in that cave. Like, this dumbass, she can't figure out this math equation. Turns out she has dyslexia of all things, which I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Because when I was watching her do it, I'm like, why is she getting so tripped up on this math problem? I'm like, does she have dyslexia? And it didn't show it on the show, and that bothered me. If I hadn't watched the aftermath, and I think she was on the reunion as well, to hear that she, her, out of her mouth, say, I, that was on the, on, the, on the podcast, for her to say, I have dyslexia, so math is really hard for me. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? That's a whole yeah. different thing of, for her to, surpa- like, to bypass a math, equation is a big deal for her because she has you know a little bit of trouble with it and it is really bothering when fessy was saying that i'm like come on fessy like if it if she just came and you were out there you could not do any better because you suck at math so one thing that i hope for her though if she does decide to continue to come back i hope that she realizes that the big brother alliance is not her alliance they are not her friends she is not one of the only thing that they see her as is another number and she is at the bottom of their totem pole it's like this is now two seasons now that they have straight up just told her that and i hope i hope that she listens to them telling her that this time around and next time she comes in the house she does not work with them you know what didn't make sense to me okay so let's take big brother because big brother was the biggest show on there right yeah yeah you have Fessy, Josh, Casey, Amber from Big Brother America. Then you have the Big Brother Nigeria, which had Tatcha and Esther, right? Mm-hmm. So you have six, and they're not, maybe I'm missing somebody. So you have at least six Big Brother players. If y'all actually talk to each other, you have this very strong alliance. You could even say to the rookies, hey, we're in an alliance. However, we do have a vet pack that vets are first, but have it as a backup. So when some shit pops up, you're good. And then don't say Kel's first calling somebody else, like, I don't know, Emmanuel. And then you don't have to worry about your numbers being low when now it's all bets against every, you know, bets. You know, it would have been a little bit smarter. And possibly Fessy could have stayed. Maybe that they wouldn't have had an altercation. They had an understanding. They could have played this game a lot better. 
I would have. I don't I think Fessy's looked- arrogance would have allowed him to do that, though. To me, screw the arrogance. You got to think about numbers. Okay, if I come here, I would have wrote down, okay, different different types of alliances. Okay, uh, vets versus rookies. Uh, OGs versus everybody else. Um, Big Brother versus Real World. Uh, ro- uh, what is that? Survivor versus uh, Love Island. I would have all that around the numbers to see, okay, what are the possible, and then friendships and all that. What are the possible big alliances and allies that are in this game and then where do I think I want to align myself you know and how should I talk to certain people I would have really analyzed it you know but Mm -hmm. I feel like they're they they're not sitting down and really thinking it through maybe someone like Devin is but like this could have this could have went a lot better in the beginning because it'd been a lot more interesting instead of all these vets still being here and we only have like a handful of rookies left this could have been a Mm -hmm. lot different like Emmy aligning herself with the vets so early on, I'm like, Emmy, you're a rookie. You forgot. If you come back next season, all these rookies from last season, they won't come for your ass because yep. you against against them. Now you have at least what ten or fifteen people coming for you when you should just did things differently. But you know, it's her first season. It's how she's playing. She doesn't know. She thinks you with the vets. They're vets for a reason. I'll be good to go, girl. You're gonna be the first person they throw on the chopping block if they need to. You do not matter exactly. Right now. You're a pawn. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, she's just a number, and she is low on the list. Yeah, very low. But, okay, so, like, I like the move uh, with Corey, because I, th- I think Corey played, used to play football. The way he tackled Josh, oh, my God, I had to rewind it. I was like, damn, it was such a, it was a good move, too. I said, like, damn, Corey, that was smooth, boy. God damn. It was really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, so Josh, Josh, and, Josh and Corey fight. And they're fighting over the last silver ball. And Corey throws it to Jeremiah. Now, in the confessional, everybody's all mad. Oh, you know, all the vets see what he's doing. And, oh, that's that's not cool. We see where you're aligned. But then we see Jeremiah loses the ball to Kyle. And what does Kyle do? He throws, he throws the ball to Ed. Now. And nobody says anything. No, no one says shit at the mud pit that we saw. No one said anything in the confessional. So why is it okay for a Kyle to do that, but it's not okay for Corey to do that? What makes it different? I don't. I I don't know. I couldn't figure that out either. I'm I'm really trying to figure it out because I've seen so many people's comments saying, "Why is it different when Corey does it?" I'm like, exactly. Is Corey looked at more as a threat, and you know they're trying to figure it out, or was it what Josh said earlier? And people were like, "Oh, look what you did after what Josh just said. That proves you're an alliance." Or it proves I don't want Josh to win. Maybe I was throwing the ball to Kyle or somebody else, and Jeremiah happened to get it. Maybe I was like, fuck you, uh, Josh. If I can't get it, you can't get it either. Fuck you. And I throw it. Because I don't yeah. want Priscilla and you to win for whatever reason. I want it to be a vet-vet team, not a vet-ricky team. Whatever the excuse may be. So it's like, okay, if anything, Kyle and Corey should be on the chopping block. Both of them. Yeah, I, I, I could not wrap my mind around that or, like, how it got so big and out of control. Because, like, even if Corey and Jeremiah were working together, like you're really going to tell me like with all the adrenaline and stuff running that like they had that much planned out where it's like, Hey, when that last silver ball comes down to it, I'm going to pass it to you. Like get out of here with that noise. If they were working together, I wouldn't think it's like that. I think it's more so clearly if, if, if I'm going to, if it's between you and me and I can't get this win, if I give it to you, I know I'm completely safe. Mm -hmm. I understand that also, why does it matter that he has a rookie that they are cool with each other? 
That doesn't matter. Everybody has at least one rookie they're cool with, right? So why does it matter that he just happened to throw it to the rookie that he might be cool with? I don't yeah. think that's an issue whatsoever. I think that was like stupid of like Josh to blow it out of proportion and other people in the in the confessionals. I was like, oh, y'all are all being very annoying and forgetting it's a competition. I don't want you to win. What would have been his mind? Like, I want anybody to win except for Josh. He's not <laughs> wrong for thinking that or feeling that kind of way. Yeah, I just I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was stupid. But however, uh, you know, Ed Ed ended up winning when Kyle threw it to him. So we have a round two, and it's Devin, Amber, Ed and Ashley, Emmanuel and Casey, Logan and Nani, um, and Nelson and Big T. Uh, I like this move with the Casey tackled Amber because, like, in the confessional, she's like, oh, this is my chance to, like, get Amber. I'm like, get her for what? She said nothing to you besides win a final, but, like, whatever. I just, um, I don't get it. It's because she won. Like, Casey, like, that was my final. It's like, and you lost. I think, honestly, I really think, let's say Casey didn't hurt her ankle. I still don't think she would have won the final. I just don't. No. They, Casey and CT, I mean, uh, CT and Amber were so far ahead of everyone at every checkpoint. No one had a chance to even even catch up. If they did, it's like my time is already better than you. I'm yeah. gonna beat you all by like five minutes. So even if you do win these next two checkpoints or so, you're not gonna win overall. I'm going to still win overall. Amber yeah. has amazing endurance. She's a great runner. I know Casey does football, but that's short burst of energy, right? Compared to Amber, yeah. like I'm gonna run five miles today. That's a wild. Yeah, it's right? not the same. Yeah, it's not it's the same not at the all. Same whatsoever. So you have to give her her credit with the, of how her physicality is and how she operates. And I think people see a tall, slim girl with a pretty face and they think, oh, she's nothing. Be that as it may, she still is in this competition and she's still doing a good job physically. When it comes time to do physical, Amber does a good job, in my opinion. She does great. Yeah. And I think she did, I think she did a decent job in this, the whole, the, the season that she was in. Um, what I, I wish she would have went a little bit farther, but, you know, it's whatever. But we had Casey tackle Amber, and then Amber throws the ball to Big T, and it's like this weird like <laughs> Amber sitting on like Casey's face, and then Casey this is on Amber's butt, and then Big T like shelling her face. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing right now? Like, are we are we playing a game or like what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, the women's rounds were definitely not as uh, as intense as the men's. <laughs> no, and they usually. I will say they used to remember Dirty 30 and they had um they're like down at an arena and they had I forgot what it's called, but it's like these like tunnels, right? Or not tunnels, but like uh like lanes, right? And they all I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what yeah. I'm about? Yeah. And they had a run and Anisa was like, if y'all bitches don't move, I'm knocking y'all out. And I was like, that's how you play Anisa. Ain't no friends right now. We're not yeah. cool, we're not friends. I'm here to knock your teeth out and keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. So it, to I I liked that was one of my top like female all female competition because I'm just like I really like when they actually come to compete and they don't they're not scared of it you know what I mean? or like a female hall brawl I like that shit you know yeah where they're not um, skating by yeah they're not skating by they're not scared like you're gonna have to get a little bit dirty in this game to like you know push push through but um yeah so round three. Because of, you know, Amber assisting, Big T gets the win. So it's Nelson and Big T versus Logan and Nani and Ed and Ashley. Um, so for this, clearly it's only, like, really about the guys. Like, nothing nothing against the girls. Just clearly was, the attention was on them. 
So we all know that like Nelson's like really good physically, like in particular like something like this. He's very mm-hmm. strong. Um, and he could hold out for a long time. Remember, like he held up with Darrell when that mm-hmm. elimination challenge, and they had to like call a draw. Um, so to me, I was like, "Oh, Nelson's got this. Ed probably will give him a run for his money." And you know, Logan had the ball. Logan was like, "Listen, Ed and Nelson, let me strike a deal with you. You let me have this ball, I won't put you in elimination." And I was like, "Fuck no, look, don't no nobody agree with that shit. Just get the ball, get the ball from Logan. Fuck that." You make to me, that was like a very like almost Johnny Bananas. I can't continue to compete strategy, so I'm going to try to outthink you strategy. I think Logan was kind of tired, and mm-hmm. he th- and he thought he could talk his way through it because he realized, damn, these two guys are bigger than me. Mm-hmm. They might be stronger than me, and I can't get out of this with both of them against me. I think Ed was tired, so Ed was like, you know what? Cool, whatever. I'm safe. I'm chilling. Nelson, I think Nelson personally was like, I want this win for me. It didn't matter for Big T either way if Nelson or Logan won because he's going to be safe either way if her partner or this guy she's, you know, involved with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, Ed, Ed backed up and then Nelson was like, nah, I want it. I'm going to talk you again. I want this. What you going to do about it? And it was like, Ed, help me. Help me with Nelson. <laughs> I was like, Ed, if you don't sit your ass down this mud pit, like, I'm <laughs> about you. You said if I let you go, I'm safe. I let you go. Ain't nothing about help you with, with Nelson. But, you know, yeah. eventually Nelson lets go and um, uh, Logan and Nani went. And I love what Nani's in the confessional. Like, basically, I haven't done shit all game and all the season. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I finally won. I'm like, at least you have some accountability, girl, because you definitely <laughs> won shit. And I didn't expect you to win shit either. So, like, te- I don't count this as a win. Sorry, because if Logan opened his mouth, it would have been like, you know, all, every man for himself. And I really think it would have been between Logan, I mean, uh, between Ed and Nelson. Ed and, yeah. And it would have been between who can hold out the longest. And I think Ed would have, I, I don't think Ed had it. I think Ed was gassed already. And you think seen, so? I think so. Just from like looking at it, Ed looked tired because he agreed too quickly. I was like, Ed was like, oh, fuck it. But Nelson was yeah. like, he had a breath when he was like, nah, I want it. I was like, oh, yeah, he wants that. He's tired, but, like, we've seen Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Nelson has a lot of heart, so Nelson will really – he'll hurt himself before he gives up. He has to have a true injury, but, like, okay, I literally can't physically do it. And even then, he'll try to go pat. Like, that hall probably got his finger broken. He still kept going. Like, my finger's broken. I'm going to keep going. Or, like, Kyle, you know, my finger's broken. I'm going to keep on going. That's having a lot of heart and being like, I want this so bad. I don't care about the temporary pain. I want yeah. to make sure I can do this thing. So, yeah, they quote unquote won, but like it was handed to them, yeah. you know. So, uh, we had Devin who you know keeps trying to push for Ashley that to be thrown in, and when he was talking to like CT and a few others, but CT was like, "Why would I want Ashley?" And I know I could like run a fight on with her. Basically, I know where her head's at. I want Corey to go because I can't trust him. And that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Corey don't want CT there. Corey knows yeah, the yeah. CT's here. My chances of winning are dramatically dropped to position two. I'm not going to win first place because CT always does. And I can't beat him in a puzzle or a math yeah. equation. And physically, I don't know if I have the gas to, 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 to do it. CT's a, a little over 40. He's still, people are still intimidated by him of his size and physicality. That's He's the GOAT. <laughs> I mean, facts, facts. But uh, let's talk about these deliberations, this hot mess of a deliberation. Uh, 
so we had uh it was Ashley and Corey. Um they're going back and forth exchanging blows, truthful blows, but still going back back and forth. Like, you know, Ashley calling out Corey for like basically, bro, you have no game. You know what I mean? Just hop from person to person. And then Corey being like, Well, you're untrustworthy because, you know, you sold a million dollars for my homeboy. It's like, um yeah. and I I agree with the fact of Yes, she technically stole the money, but Hunter really fucked with her that entire season. Yeah. Entire season. I don't think I can have it in me to be like, oh, you know, because we worked together and got first place, I'm going to give you half the money. Nah, dude, I I let that shit go to win, but fuck you, I'm taking this money and you can can deal with it. Maybe you should sit and think about how you should talk and treat people and next time you will, you will, you know, not do something like this. Yeah. I think it was a hard lesson learned. Well, and especially because, like, in that season, the way that she won, they did it based off of which teammate came across the finish line at each check at each checkpoint first. So Ashley came in first by three seconds faster than Hunter. So technically, she didn't really steal anything. Like, she it wasn't like, oh, okay, so you have just this random opportunity to take money. It was you came in first. And you have the opportunity to take the money. Like, and this person is someone that you don't like. Y'all had yeah. some kind of issue before. But to me, like, because they, they show in that season, they when she says that, they replay the multiple, not like once or twice, the multiple times he degraded her, caught her out her name, screamed at her. And she just was like sitting there taking it, sitting there taking it. So, you know, I think Ashley's calculated to a certain extent. So I think she's like, you know what? Keep it on, motherfucker. When I win, if I get the option to, I'm fucking you over any chance I get. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think she's wrong what she did. I'm sorry. I know Hunter's pissed off, but like, dude, let it go. You're a good competitor. You're great physically. Come back another season and come come get a win. That's all, that's all you can do to to to, to like get passes. Come back, get a win, and then you know you can just be like, hey, now I'm a champ myself. It is what it is. I've kept a piece of what happened and I know what I did wrong and why this happened to me. So this whole like saint attitude will try to put on him to work. Like, oh, he didn't do anything. Well, he yeah. should be calling her a bitch and a whore and a slut. And maybe she wouldn't have, or about her family. And maybe she would yeah, have, I was about to say, because he, he also definitely threatened to like hurt her family several times. <laughs> yes. I'm like, and I was just like, and mind you, Hunter gets like hot at a lot of times he's on the show. I'm like, why mm-hmm. are you so angry, dude? Like, chill the fuck out. But when he has a like, good moment, he's like, he's like a nice country boy. But when he gets angry, I'm like, dude, I see you at like four or five years old, and like, I do not like you. You're like that annoying kid that just yeah, wants to yeah. fuck shit up all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to share my shit. Like, fuck that person. These are my crayons. Okay, yes. they're, the, they're the school's crayons, but you know, whatever. Like, that's that's how I feel about him. But so in the liberation. Kyle says that he, I don't know if and it was deliver, it wasn't deliberation, was it? But Kyle said that he can't trust Ashley. And then Corey was like, no, this is after. But uh, he said that he can't trust Ashley. But Corey was like, okay, but you voted for me. So if you can't trust her, why you vote for me? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, good point, Corey. Again, let's point the finger at Kyle. Why are we letting Kyle skate by? We do this a lot. And Kyle knows he said in confessionals multiple times, people let me skate by. And I just shut the fuck up and let it happen. And I just keep on being able to stay longer and longer. Yeah, he really yeah. had to be smart and stay in the game long. Which, I yeah. mean, 
Kudos well, and I him. did like Corey's. I did like Corey's gameplay though, because he was telling Nelson like, "These are people that don't have our back, and they do have a problem with us, but they're still wanting to come up and talk to us." You need to shut that shit down. Don't be trying to be buddy buddy with people, like, and doing all this fake stuff to people's face, and then go back and do something shady because that's exactly what they were trying to accuse Corey of doing. And it's like, no, I'm not. Like, you sat here and you voted against me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be friends with you. Screw off. I didn't like the deliberations that Corey brought a man, not Corey, Nelson brought a man into it. And I was just like, dude, dude, wrong place, wrong time. But I think it was them trying to throw just anything at the wall to see what would stick. And yeah. Get some r- feathers ruffled to vote Ashley's way to vote, like vote for Ashley. And I mean, it was like, no, no, you tried it. That's my friend. And uh, y'all, should, y'all should fuck up, which, you know, good for her for standing her ground and defending her friend. And whether Ashley gave Amanda money or not, nobody's business. And as well as if she didn't, it doesn't matter because that's her win. Whether whether she was helped or not, unless they had some type of agreement. Uh, hey, yeah. girl, if you win, you'll, you'll bring me off some change. If I win, I bring you off some change. If not, hey, my friend won. Good for her. I want my win, too. And that's it. Yeah. Just like Nelson and Corey, but I think Nelson and Corey have a have a agreement that whoever wins, they split the money. That's what I think. I don't think. I, I think you're right. I think it, I think Nelson and Corey have said fifty fifty, and I think they do that from like seeing the OGs and what they, what they did and hearing their stories. They're like, oh, you know, that's a good idea because we can both help each other. It doesn't matter whoever wins. If I win this, you know, next season we gonna make you get to the top so you win. You know, it's, yeah. it's very smart, very very smart, but um. The elimination is called Hanging the Balance, which I like this elimination as well. So we had Jeremiah and Amber go again. They were voted to, not voted, but um, the, what do you call this again? What What, what is the, what the um, two words called? The agency. There you go. <laughs> the, but agency. the agency. They compromised. The agency compromised um, Corey and uh, Bettina and then or no, the house compromised Corey and Bettina, and then the agency voted in Amber B and um, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yes, and I like I like this competition a lot. Um, I I think it like you know was really entertaining, and then on top of that, like you know at first you're like okay, Jeremiah Amber. Not surprisingly, they're both very athletic. Um, they're starting off strong, you know, but you know Amber's weird squat to do this challenge yeah that was not a good idea because the way that the challenge was set up it was these balance beams that the players had to work together as a team to get puzzle pieces going across the balance beam so what amber and jeremiah messed up at was that they were trying to stay balanced by being as far apart as possible and so that created an extra weight for both of them because of having to fight gravity if they had stayed closer together and almost hugged each other, they probably could have gotten more puzzle pieces across at a time and they would not have spent so much energy trying to stay in balance with one another. True. I, I think so. And like that squat that Amber did, like it wasn't helping because she was, that was a full on squat, like full. She was basically down. forcing Jeremiah to swing her all the way across while she just barely tapped her feet onto the, um, the, the balance beam and like amber is a small person but still when you are, are carrying 115 pounds back and forth and back and forth it's gonna exhaust you yeah that's how as soon as she dropped into that squat i was like amber this is not gonna last long 
you cannot do a full squat for that long. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. You know, it's it's not it's not smart. And I know a woman we have more of a restrict in our in our legs. But to me, I was just like, Amber, this isn't this isn't smart. But you know, Corey and Bettina, they were definitely falling behind in the beginning. They couldn't find our rhythm. You know, Corey's so much bigger than Bettina weight wise and taller than Bettina height wise. So they really had to play with it a bit before they found their little groove. And um, the fire they were getting to it where they caught up to Jeremiah and Amber, which I was surprised by. But that's the thing in the challenge where you never know what's going to happen. So you always have to go all the way out until it's over. If they would have yeah. gave up, they would have definitely lost. But look at like they literally came from the bottom, bottom and ultimately ended up defeating Jeremiah and Amber. You know, yeah, which I'm pretty sure people assumed, oh, you have Bettina on your team, y'all aren't gonna win. So I'm actually happy that uh Corey and Bettina won. You know, it gives Bettina some credit of like, oh, you can do pretty well in this type of situation, and Corey gets to stay in the house longer and you know, eventually get some revenge on those who voted for him or was talking shit. So well, like, and we got to learn something fun about Bettina. Apparently she's a dancer. I had no idea because I mean we've only seen her for like thirty seconds the entire season. <laughs> when she said that, I'm like, "But what kind of dancer? <laughs> like, mm, what you be doing, girl?" <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out the next time that she's on the screen for more than five minutes. She may have mentioned it, but I like didn't hear it. Yeah. But, um. So after the eliminations over, you know. Corey, but you know, they're standing there like, yeah, who am I going to pick? Who game am I going to mess up? And she's like, all right, rejoin the group. The group. And they're like, uh, I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, go go back to the group. So I'm wondering, you know, what's going to happen, obviously. But I think, I think they're going to switch to a solo game. I, I'm on the same page, yeah. I hope they switch to a solo game because, oh my God, these partners are like, not equally yoked, you know? Yeah, at all, um, yeah. Yeah, not at all. So I'm wondering how it's going to shake up. There's some speculation on some fan forums that people, that they were like, oh, maybe it's going to be like, how was the beginning of you do like this group mission and you get to, whoever wins gets to pick their partner, like, you know, like gym style, like, we're going to do a, a solo competition, whoever yeah. gets to win, they get to pick their partner, you know, top guy, top girl, like back in the old days where, I would really like that type of picking partners to come back in general of when the season starts. Solo, solo game. If you win, you get to pick your partners. We're doing cavity, like you know, what is it? Uh, uh, playground rules of how you pick yeah. your partner. I, I used to love that. I used to love this because it's fair. Who do you want? Who's your friend here? Who do you think you match up well with? And then if you don't do well, that's definitely your fault because you thought that y'all were going to be a good pairing or not. Yeah, I definitely think that it's either going to go to, like, the next mission will be a solo one where they get to pick their new partners, or it's going to be solo for the remainder of the game. And I would I like to solo. see that. I want to yeah, solo well, for the remainder of the game. I want to see when people aren't partnered up and they don't have, like, a definite one person on their side, how are these alliances going to fall? Who's going to vote for who? How's it going to be? I'm really, really curious of, you know the way this is going to move, you know, now, yeah. now I'm like excited again for Wednesdays, you know, I'm uh-huh. counting down the days. We have two more days until Wednesday and I'm so excited for challenge Wednesdays again. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay tuned. 
But all right, Jamila, thank you so much for being on this episode yet again. I will rejoin you for episode 10 next time. Can't wait to see what goes down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All, all right. right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Later. Bye. Bye.